Even in their first couple of years where my brother would have been playing, I was definitely inspired to want to play for them when I was younger. So I'm just trying to do the same thing for the young kids that are coming to our games now. Welcome to episode 185 of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. I'm Joe McFarland. Talk about a homecoming for Sean Dunn. The Fort McMurray product has been chomping at the bit to get back onto the field with his hometown Giants in the Western Canadian Baseball League as the pandemic got in the way of their return in both 2020 and 2021. This season, the Giants are in a dogfight for a playoff spot in the West Division, hoping to get there for the first time since entering the league back in 2016. Dunn remembers those early years and believes this team has what it takes to turn up the heat in the second half. The 6'3", 185-pound hurler knows a thing or two about winning as he's fresh off helping Okanagan College capture the Canadian College Baseball Conference title this spring. We talked about all of that earlier this week, as well as what it means to him to get back to his hometown's baseball community and much more. Sean, thanks so much for joining us here on the podcast. Thank you, Joe. Take us back to Canada Day, hometown crowd against Sylvan Lake. You get the start. How cool was that? That was unbelievable. I mean, when Ray told me I was going to get the ball there, I was excited for a good week. And when the when the game came around, I was able to perform and the crowd was into it. And it was probably one of the most fun nights I've had on a baseball field. Is that one of those moments where you get up on the bump, you maybe take a look around to soak in the atmosphere before you even get your game face on? Or were you business right from the get-go? Uh, I definitely soaked it up a little bit, but as soon as all the pregame festivities were over with, I was pretty locked in for my time on the mound. Were there any butterflies in a situation like that? Uh, I wouldn't say butterflies. I, I definitely got the chills during the anthem because there was a lot of people there. People were singing and that was right after I got a pretty big introduction. So I wasn't too nervous at all just soaking up the, the crowd very cool you've had a solid start to the season with the giants four and three five four oh era eight games 25 strikeouts coming in for a bunch of different situations already you've kind of become sort of a utility man so to speak on the mound how have you felt about your performance so far uh i feel like i've been throwing the ball very well this summer i mean it, i definitely noticed a step up from the ccbc hitters to wcbl but i'm I just feel like I'm making all my pitches and filling up the zone and good things have been happening for me. Mm -hmm. Heading into the season, did you have any expectations of yourself? Did you have any goals in mind that you wanted to kind of accomplish as the, as the summer progressed? Um, I wouldn't say anything specific. I I wasn't too sure what my role was going to be on the team coming in. I didn't know what kind of talent we had, but Ray's been giving me chances and, I've just been trying to give our team the best chance to win every time I step on the mound. Mm -hmm. Heading into the year, once the team came together and you're able able to get a feel for uh, all of your teammates and that kind of thing, did the team have any expectations of itself heading in? Any goals that they wanted to get accomplished? We're definitely trying to win the championship, and we I think we noticed right away that we have the talent to do that, and it's uh, it's just going to be. all up to putting it uh 
putting all the pieces together in the second half now that we're really gelling together. Mm-hmm. What's it been like being back at home again, playing for this team? It's been a long couple of years for WCBL fans up there, been probably chomping at the bit to get going again. What's the vibe in the community now that they have uh, baseball back in action? Uh, the stadium's starting to buzz a little. Um, our, for our first couple home games, you know, there's some bad weather, so the the crowd wasn't too big, but our last couple, the sun's been out. And uh, I think people are starting to pick up on us again. And then uh, the fans have been showing out the last couple of games. As the hometown boy, was there a little bit of anticipation over the last couple of years to, to finally get things going again? Were you kind of talking up the team a little bit and, and hearing about some of the, the hopes and dreams and aspirations from the community itself? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, people always talk about our great facility we have up here and it was uh it was a bit of a shame last couple of years that it just couldn't be put to use during the during the pandemic but um yeah people are loving it it's uh it's an unbelievable setup up here so it's good we can finally take advantage absolutely now you're coming off quite the spring with okanagan college as well you helped the coyotes win the ccbc championship what was that whole experience like uh it was it was unbelievable i mean we had just a great group of guys everybody was contributing on that team and uh yeah it was we just played great ball all season and uh it just took us right to the championship did you know heading into that season that that group was going to be something special and what was it about that group that really uh allowed it to rise to the top uh i just think it was oh well first of all i do i was we definitely all were thinking that we were going to win a championship that year after being together for those two years. Cause that was my freshman year. I guess you could call it after mm-hmm. being a 2019 grad and 2020 uh, would have been my first season. We talked to uh, Brendan Luther a few weeks back and he mentioned that that team was really a gelled unit right from the get go. What was it about that group that made it so special that allowed it to come together so quickly? Uh, I just think we were all pretty uh, pretty close with each other, and we all knew what our jobs were. I mean, all of our pitchers were unbelievable. We had guys, obviously, like Luther, just hitting. It seemed like every time they got up to bat, we were getting hits and putting up runs. So it was. I think it was the hitters' offense that really made the job easy on the pitchers, where we just had to throw strikes and uh, let our defense do the work, and good things were just happening for us. And you clearly had a good season there as well. Two and one with a three, one, three ERA in six games. What was working for you personally? Um, I think my, my changeup was just getting a lot of guys. I think it looks pretty similar to my fastball and, uh, yeah, I was just obviously filling up the zone and, uh, I'm a big contact guy and I was just letting our awesome defense do its work. We've talked a little bit about the last year. Let's go way back in time here. You grew up in Fort McMurray. I was reading that you played a bunch of sports. Who introduced you to baseball specifically, and did you love it right away? Uh, I can't even remember uh, who would have introduced me to baseball. I guess just my family, because my brother was obviously four years older than me and playing. And uh, yeah, I just started playing in the rookie divisions. And I'm not going to lie, I was... I was close to giving it up in the mosquito age, but uh, my dad ended up coaching a, a lower level team that year and a lot of my buddies played and just sparked my love for the game right back and it's been game over ever since. 
Very cool. When did you realize that it was a dream that you wanted to chase? And maybe it was more than just a fun way to spend a summer. Um, I think when it was when I really started having a lot of success on the mound, because I was always playing both sides and I was more so of a hitter. And then I think it was my first year in midget where I got a spot start one day and I went the full game and uh, I think just right after that, I started having really good outings, like back to back to back, and just really, it kind of spiraled my love for for pitching and the game. Mm-hmm. As you mentioned, a pitcher and an infielder growing up. So, what made you decide the pitching was more for you? Did was it tough to to take the bat out of your hand? <laughs> yeah, I definitely still miss it, even. But I I could just tell like. I was more of a force on the mound than I would have been as an infielder hitter. I was always pretty good with the bat, but on the defensive side, I was always uh, always a little sketchy. So I, I think I knew pitching was what was for me. Mm-hmm. Growing up, did you have an idol or a team that you were always following? Maybe a player that you had a poster on the wall of, that kind of thing? Um, I was never, never at a specific player. I was just always cheering for the Jays. Anybody on the Jays that was uh, sort of your your favorite growing up or uh, uh, a guy that you always look forward to watching? Not really, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, Brett Laurie, it's w- weird to say because he was never like a huge force on the team, but he was on the cover of my first video game. And uh, he was always kind of sparking, sparking the team and the crowd. So I was kind of, I guess you could say I was watching him a little bit. You spent a lot of time with Father Mercury Academy. What did that program mean to you in your development as a ball player? Uh, I think that's a special program. It, I mean, it's uh, up in Fort McMurray. It's really the only place where, uh, only high school where you can have an experience and being able to just go and play baseball one block out of my high school day every single day of high school. Mm-hmm. I think that's something pretty special that a lot of guys don't get to experience. Mm-hmm. How tough was it growing up in a community? I mean, Northern Alberta, not exactly known as sort of the, the bread and butter of baseball, but certainly has produced some pretty good products over the years and obviously has has a growing program up there with the Giants and everything that's been going on with the success up there. What was it like trying to to make hay of a, a game that you don't get a whole lot of time getting to play? Um, in the earlier days, I think that was there were some tough times for us like just with nothing really going on in the winter. But as a, the, we have a winter ball program and as our academy progressed, I think we were able to to develop our guys a lot more in the winter, which translated into us having some some pretty pretty great seasons in the summer. How cool has it been to watch the progression of that program as well? And even just baseball in Alberta as a whole, as you've been growing up, you kind of get a, a front row seat to seeing how good some of these programs, especially up in Fort Mac, have, have really become. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. Like, I feel like when I was younger in Pee Wee, like, obviously there were some great teams. and But now when I was uh, in my final years, it seemed like every team had, like, a bunch of guys that could play and it was a lot more competitive where whereas back in the day I feel like there was some just a couple teams and a couple dudes that were really really driving the talent in the league mm-hmm. now I understand academics have always been a big thing for you you had solid grades I think it was like a 3.7 GPA I was reading you're in engineering now is what I understand what got you into that line of study um, I honestly, when I was going into school, I had no idea what I wanted to do. 
Um, I was thinking business, but I've always heard that it's uh, it's a little tough to find something with that. So I I saw my good grades and I said I well I might as well try and do something that I can make some pretty good money with after. So I just said I'd try out engineering and it hasn't been going too bad for me so far. That's good to hear. I was curious, have you found sort of a, a passion within the engineering sphere yet, or are you still kind of feeling things out? Uh, well, I'm taking mechanical engineering, but I, I still wouldn't say I've found a passion for it. I'm, I'm not going to say I love my schooling or anything, but <laughs> I've, uh, I mean, I've, I'm just kind of trying to power through still. And I obviously love the school experience, everything that comes with it. So obviously I, just work hard in my classes so I'm able to able to do that. You segued really well into my next question. It's about that adage of in post-secondary that it's called student-athlete for a reason with the emphasis being on the student first. And so when you're a student-athlete, how do you, on a personal level, find that balance to make sure that you can excel at both? Yeah, it's definitely a little tougher, especially with the engineering schedule where I sometimes I got to show up late to practices and there's been some games where I where I've missed on say a Friday where I have a 5 p.m. lecture and I can't get to the field on time, but it makes it a little easier as a pitcher where I can kind of let them know and where my outings are going to be. But it's uh it's definitely a tough balance in terms of time wise, but it's uh. I've been able to make it work so far. Mm -hmm, absolutely. When looking back on this young career you've had to this point, any favorite memories or moments in the game to this point? Uh, I think aside from uh, the other night on Canada today, one of my favorites was our first game of nationals when we hosted those in 2018. Uh, we played against St. Albert and we were a team of pretty much all four Mac guys. So it was a pretty pretty long-standing rivalry and I would say there was probably more fans in the stands that night than there was on Canada today a couple days ago and that was just a great atmosphere to play in. What's it like being able to be a part of something like that? I, I figured you'd answer with that. Being able to be a host of a big tournament like that but also having the hometown crowd behind you and having some of those rivalries and getting that taking in that atmosphere what was it like from your perspective? Uh, it was definitely special. I mean, in high school, especially in Fort Mac, like we, I never would have expected that we would have had that tournament. And then they said we had it with our, we had the facilities to do it and they gave it to us. And we had a team that could really perform that year too. And we were, we were thinking we were, had the chance to win it all. And we just had a couple, couple close games we couldn't pull out. And yeah, but I think that was just something special for the community. Mm -hmm. Speaking of the community, being the hometown guy with the Giants, what does it mean to you to be able to give back to the baseball community there? It's not just about signing autographs, obviously, but giving those kids the idea that maybe one day they can be on the same field uh, as well. Absolutely. I mean, even I was never a young kid at the Giants games, but even in their first couple of years where my brother would have been playing, um, I would still be coming to all the games and I mean, I was definitely inspired to want to play for them when I was when I was younger. So I'm just trying to do the same thing for the young kids that are coming to our games now. Looking ahead a little bit here, what's next on the horizon? What have you got in mind as far as things you want to work on or maybe the, the level of schooling you want to achieve? What kinds of things do you have uh, have on your radar? 
Um, right now I'm just kind of trying to go back to OC and, or I guess UBCO, but, and, uh, finish up my degree in the next couple of years and, uh, do the same thing with my baseball at OC. I think we got a good chance to, to go back and run the championship back next year. So I think it's going to be a, a fun couple of years where I finish out my schooling. From a baseball perspective, anything you want to work on, anything that you need to do to get better, to maybe hit that next level? I think it's always just reaching for more velocity. It's something that I've always uh, struggled to progress. I mean, it's definitely there, but I've never been a absolutely electric guy or anything on the mound. So uh, I think that's going to be a goal in my last uh, last couple of years here, just try and really hammer the gym and see if I can bump those numbers up a little bit. Earlier on, we talked about some of the highlights, and and I'd be remiss if I didn't ask about this. Is on the on the other side of the coin, talk about some of those challenges, some of those hurdles that you've had to overcome over the years to make sure that the dream stays alive. Um, I mean, it's always just like just trying to get better. I guess like there was some years where I wasn't sure if I was even going to be on the the uh, Fort Mac Triple A teams, but I ended up making it and really just it's always about having to prove yourself. Like even at OC, there was a great freshman class when I got there. And now, I mean, there's only a couple of us left standing, but yeah, it's, it's always just about having to compete against the next guy and just prove that your your name should be on the lineup card. Mm -hmm. It sounds like this might, might be a decent answer to the next question as well, but I'm going to ask it anyways. We talked about those kids that you're inspiring, uh, playing it up in your hometown team. When you're chatting with those kids, getting that opportunity to, to maybe impart some wisdom on them, what are some, what is some of the best advice you've been able to give to them or some of those words of wisdom that you can give to those kids who are maybe just starting out on their own baseball journeys? I, I feel like I always preach just trying to have as much fun as you can. Like, I think if you see me on the baseball field or on the bench, you're never not going to see me with a pretty big smile on my face or laughing it up with the guys on the bench and even uh, cracking a couple smiles when I'm on the mound during the game. I think it's all all just about having as much fun as you can, which I think in turn makes the game a little bit easier for you. How cool is it to be able to be that kind of light for maybe some of the teammates who might be taking that game a little bit seriously? I mean, I hesitate to call you a kid, but at the same time, you know, when you're when you're just kids playing a game kind of thing, how cool is it to be able to maybe uh, give them something to smile about? Yeah, I definitely try and be that guy in some situations where some guys are having a tough game or something or something along those lines and you just I'm I'll just crack a little joke or a little smirk and try and try and bring them up a little bit if they're down in that any situation of the game. Are you a situational jokester or are you somebody who's got maybe some jokes in the back pocket waiting to crack them in case things go sideways? Uh, definitely, definitely keep them in the back pocket. There's uh, I'm definitely not a canon, I guess you could say in any situation. I definitely uh, try and feel it out and see if it's the right time. What's one of your favorite jokes? Um, I I wouldn't say I have any uh, jokes per se. It's just uh, I I feel like I have a lot of like sayings, I guess, or like just certain words that are kind of become funny and just trying to kind of reiterating inside jokes with the team on the bench and stuff like that. If I'm gauging this correctly, would you be a guy then that would be one of the first to maybe do a little bit of chirping against the other team, perhaps? Uh, 
Actually, no. I, I'm because uh, I don't see you. It's pretty. Uh, it's a pretty tight run ship where uh, we're we're kind of a let our game speak for itself type of team. Mm-hmm. So I'm not. I've, I haven't been built like uh, like that in a while since high school to get a little <laughs> chirpy at the other team. But I'm starting to get back into it uh, this year, where a lot of guys are have some pretty good ones, and I'm starting to pick up on it again. So it's it's been pretty fun on the bench. Very cool. Well, final question for you here, Sean, before we let you go. What does the game of baseball mean to you? Uh, it's just been fun. That's all I can describe it. It's just always been something where I could go after school to practice and hang out with all my friends. I mean, that's where I've met all my best friends pretty much in my life. And it's it's pretty much who I hang out with outside of baseball, too. So it's just been such a huge part of my life. And I couldn't ask anything more out of it. It's been an absolute pleasure getting to, to talk to you as well, Sean. Congratulations on all the success you've had at this point. Continued success as you continue your baseball journey. And thanks again so much for joining us here on the podcast. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. Thanks again to Sean Dunn for joining us this week. And thanks to all of you for downloading and listening. If you enjoyed this or any other episode, make sure to leave us a rating and review on your podcast app. We'd also like to tip our caps to our Platinum supporters for all they do for us and the baseball community in Alberta. The Okotoks Dogs are leading the pack in the WCBL so far this season as they aim for another championship run. They're also hosting the league's all-star game later this month. For more details, head to dogsbaseball.ca. And AHP Academy is, quite simply, devoted to driven athletes. Serving the Edmonton and St. Albert region, they've made a splash already with great team and individual results. Check them out at ahpbaseball.com. Until next time, thanks for all of your support online, on social, and on air of Alberta Dugout Stories.